0: Hi, welcome back to the Nothing Taboo With You podcast with me, your host, Cloda. Remember, this is a space that gives whispers a voice, mentions the unmentionable, and brings all those awkward little things outwards. How are you guys doing? Hope you're all having a smashing week, wherever this podcast finds you. So we're coming to nearly the end of the first series. Ah, I still can't believe it, um... I, I don't even know. Am I on episode 13? I think I'm on episode 13. It's um It's been a crazy one, um and I'm so excited, and I'm so glad I did it. As I said, if I'd even just one listener, that was going to make me happy, but I've been blown away by the support, and it means the world to me, guys. Just a quick one for you. All opinions in this podcast are those of my own. Um, I'm not here to give any professional advice and this episode is going to contain explicit content suitable for over 18s and no little ears. So last week I was joined by the remarkable Ms. Eva Ryan and she told us her story about her um, journey from having a stroke and her recovery and how fucking quick she's been recovering and how well she's doing Uh, i was only out for a walk with her last night and i was the one who had to say right are we done now so i can only imagine where that girl will be this time next year she is a warrior a little bit of an update on me um not going to spend much time on this but basically as you guys who follow me know I've had a mere of a year with my hormonal health. I had to have surgery back in March. And part of that surgery was um, getting rid of endometriosis stage three, which thank God was successful. But the part of it that was to help it not come back was the insertion of a marina coil. Do you remember that big fucking awkward box I told you that I walked out with a chemist with that I may as well have had a sign? on my forehead saying what it was and even when I was being wheeled down to surgery it fell off the fucking trolley twice guys it was that big and awkward but anyway of course of all the the minority in the world that don't take to it I would be that one so so long story short it's that to go so I am back in for surgery next Thursday and I am having that removed and I am having ablation, which, as far as I know, means they're burning off all the lining of my womba. So, yeah, fun times ahead for me. I was pissed off, I was annoyed, I was anxious, I was angry, I had all the feels, and do you know what? I was allowed to feel every fucking one of them. Now I'm just like, let's get in there, it's this day week. Let's get it over and done with. I know the recovery is going to be a bit quicker on this one as well, which is great. And hopefully for me, it'll be second time lucky. Um. Yeah. The only thing that sucks is I can't work out for four weeks. Now that's going to be a bit of a pain in the arse for me because I find working out just is one of the best things I've discovered. Um. Especially doing Pilates. They, they have been my lifesaver this year in so many ways. I know I can walk and all that, so I'll just have to be pounding the roads, as they say, for a while. So, that aside anyway, that's something to look forward to. So, I wasn't going to do this episode this week, because last week I was in such shitty fucking humour over this surgery. Head wasn't great, and I was like, nah, I won't be able to give this what I want to give it. But you know what? This is the time to do it. And we can all sometimes do it a laugh and as I said from the get-go with this show, it is a taboo show about taboo topics, talking things that aren't supposed to be talked out loud and those topics will always be serious, funny, light-hearted, everything and all in between. So if you heard last week's episode, you will know that I gave a little bit of a teaser about this one and this episode was going to be called the dick Pick pandemic but guys this really is just to grab your attention i'm going to be straight up with you we're not going to have a full episode here talking about dick pics it ain't that kind of show but um look i've been clearly told and shown that it's not just the boys who are guilty of oversharing and us girls apparently have our moments to this I put up on the pod page on Instagram, Facebook, and Snapchat over the last week um, that this is going to be a topic, and I wanted to hear your stories, and it got me totally curious about the whole new and clearly very popular way of communicating with each other. but well, Let's call it that. <laughs> um, So I was not on Snapchat for a while and a couple of my friends are on it. So I was like, right, I'll get back on it. And also I thought it'd be another good platform for promoting the podcast. So I've been getting ads from people I know and so on and so forth. And then I'd see random guys would come up and it would say so-and-so added you by search. So, of course, me thinking by search, I must know them. Uh, Just for example if the name was we'll just say John and I'd be like sure look I know 100 John so I'd accept. So the way I've seen it this is how it's played out for me and this has been my experience. There seems to be three types of an ad. First one I accept and within minutes I get some sort of a photograph with like a caption that says hi. Or you single. And just the letter U. That fucking kills me. Y-O-U isn't that hard to type lads. If Just reference that for future. If you guys are out there trying to get girls. Fucking use the English language please. So the picture could be anything. Could be. I have gotten one or two dick pics. I've gotten the implied nudity, the bulge pic, the semi-naked, or the side profile, and I'm literally like, delete. I just don't get it. I, I don't. Anyway, I'm coming back to that. The second one is, I'm calling this the template type, because it's as if there's this secret men's group out there, and they all come up with this way of interacting on Snapchat. So the template type text is basically, I'll accept, and I get back. Literally like this, name, age, location, status. And I'm like, is this me applying for a fucking job? Or what is this about? So I'll write back, not interested. And they'll write back, maybe, you know, why? And I'll write back, married. And next thing you know, they're gone. Good luck. Then the other one, the third type, is the, hi, how are you? I'll go, hey, how's it going? Do I know you? And they'll write back nine times out of ten, no, just a random ad. And I'll say, cool. So then I'll be asked, it might be left at that. And that's the end of that. But then sometimes I'll get asked, am I single? To which I will obviously say, no, I'm married. And to be fair, most lads accept that and say, oh, no bother or pity or whatever. But then there is some lads that don't give a fuck. And if I was into it, would happily continue having the conversation with me, which I find fucking mad. I I don't know, maybe for some fellas, it's the chase. It's the chase like, no, ha! I could have her. She's married. I just think that's so random how that goes on, anyway, I'm going to stick with snapchat for for now, right, because the Snapchat is the one that has I've had the most feedback on, so my thing right? a guy adds a girl and he asks these questions, like the template one, name age location, da 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 da. Does he even know what the girl looks like? No. So is it a numbers game, lads, or what the fuck is it? Like then there's the type of lads that obviously just clearly must have just wants to sext and they don't give a fuck who's at the end of their phone, whether it could be even another dude, whatever. And then some maybe are looking for a genuine date or connection. So I've had guys and girls message me back, and some of the stories have been so funny, lads, like hilarious. I've heard stories of like. um you know, a girl getting a dick pic and she sends back a dick pic from the internet and, like, mine's bigger. (laughs) I kind of wish I'd robbed that one because I think that's funny. And I've had, like, you know, a lot of the messages I got, I will be honest, were from girls and they were, the majority were unwarranted pictures at random. And I just, I'm lads... I'm mad to know what goes through your heads. Okay, fair enough. You're single. You might be bored. You want a bit of crack. But the the type of guy that sends a picture of his dick to a girl within two seconds of her accepting him, without having a clue of who or what she looks like or what she is. Dude, you've got to change up your game. That is just not okay. I... I can't picture many girls being into that. Now, unless the girl is equally as big a dark bird. If so, then guys, you're made for each other. You're a fucking match made in heaven, (laughs) which I do think it's funny. And look, for the purposes of this episode, I'm just looking at this with an open mind, a sense of humor and keeping it lighthearted. I have no doubt that there is a lot of fucked up dark stories out there. But look, this particular episode isn't going to be about that. Stories are just fun. So lockdown apparently started a lot of online flirting away from dating sites and more on social media, uh, particularly Snapchat and Instagram. This is what I'm getting from people. And it brought out a bag of all sorts. And I'm really examining the thought process of the senders, the receivers, you know, the for and the against, the pros, the cons. For single people doing it. The funny and just the batshit crazy. So. The senders. Okay. So I'm going to say your guys. I know you're all going to jump on me now. And go oh it's girls too. I know girls are just as fucking pervy when we want to be. I get it. But for this episode. Because it's my podcast. I'm going to just say lads. So the senders. So. I'm trying to... Okay, so if you're a sender, right? And you're just scrolling through your Snapchat and you just quick add, quick add, quick ad. You've some balls, lads. I gotta say. Literally. Because how do you know that this chick isn't going to screenshot that picture of you and your Sean Thomas and put that shit up on her Snapchat or wherever she wants to put it up? Or is it that you're just that confident you don't give two shits? Is that the way... It's gone. That like. Nobody gives a fuck about naked pictures anymore. Now I'm talking. As I keep saying. From a light hearted point of view. And a consensual point of view. And. You know. The dark stories are not for this episode. Like. I don't know. You're putting a lot of trust in a stranger's hands. (laughs) You know. Like. I would be shitting myself. If someone would screenshot me. And have. All my bits up for like. Glory. And like. Share. People pay for that shit on OnlyFans, don't they? So, I don't know. I just think it's interesting. Then also, I suppose if you're a sender, what do you do? Do you gauge the girl first? Do you suss her out? See, is she going to flirt back? Do you ask for a picture? Like, oh, I just think it is. I'm fascinated, lads, with this whole Snapchat pandemic. Um, I shouldn't really call it pandemic. Pandemic. It's a culture, I suppose, isn't it? Then the receivers, hey, some girls go straight in, and I believe the tit pick goes back as quick as the dick pick is received. So, kudos to you girls for having the balls to do that. Um, I suppose if I was single, I'm trying to put my my um myself in the shoes of a single person. I still don't think I would have the confidence to be sending naked pictures to somebody I've never met I just wouldn't trust the system I just think from a safety point of view and from a confidence point of view I just could not do that now if you're into the adding someone and starting conversations yeah I can I can get on board with that because maybe you might find out you've things in common but Again, it's really like, it's like potluck, isn't it? I mean, you're really just dipping your toe in the water and just, just chancing it just to see what comes out. And I'd worry then as well if I was single that like I was forming a bond with someone but they were just pretending to be someone that they clearly weren't, you know? I know I'd have a lot of paranoia and suspicion about it. And I would definitely have my guard up. So I think like there's there's definitely for and against for for that if we're going down the serious route of let's forget the sexting side of things and the dick pics and the tid pics where you're actually starting to form a bond with someone over um messages and voice notes or whatever you want to do. Um you probably proceed with caution, I'd imagine. And like can you get hurt then? Like would you develop feelings? And would they? Are they real feelings? I suppose you just have to kind of gauge it, don't you, and then decide to maybe meet up. Obviously, in a safe public place. And guys, I do think if you are doing this, um, where you are chatting up a girl on Instagram or Snapchat, and if you want to meet up, go to a place where the girl feels safe. Um, you know, like close to her home or to her area where she's from, because it's important especially nowadays for the girl to to feel safe you know and then there's some like just lads who just love having the crack and just sending funny like funny pics like i i got one there um today and it was like happy thursday and it was um a half naked guy but he's obviously extremely confident in himself and good for him and I did write back and I was like you did not just send that to me like I'm married you know? but I find that funny I do because that is just that's a lad oozing with confidence and just fucking chancing his arm testing the water and then there's batshit crazy I've gotten some crazy messages too from lads like where you like have to block that shit. Block that shit straight out. Do not look at it. Do not. Nah. Good luck. Computer says fuck no. So I got at least 15 messages from the except a guy. Within a minute you get the pick of the dick or the implied nudity. And of these a couple of girls said they got nudes from other girls too. And I thought that was really Interesting because obviously there's some girls out there who are maybe bisexual or gay. And again, they're happy and brave enough to test a stranger out, a girl, a stranger girl out. And that's quite mad. And, but then, like, I had a few fellas jump in and go, listen, you girls are just as fucking pervy as we are. And that some of the pictures they've gotten from women are on another level. Um... Too graphic for even this show. But I my eyes have been opened. For fucking sure. This week. Um, I thought I was kind of. Worldly. But I'm clearly not. Um, One girl wrote in and said she met her now boyfriend. On Instagram. Through DMs. And they're together two years. And see I can buy into this quicker than Snapchat. Because at least. You can see the person on Instagram. Now. That's catfishing aside, guys. But you know, you can, you can get a a vibe and get a feel for, like, say, what their interests are, their friends, their where they're from, um, a little bit of their history. So I can I can buy into that one. I feel if I was single and I was going down that route, I feel Instagram I'd feel more comfortable with because you're relying on what the person sends you in either one picture or one message on Snapchat versus Instagram, like I said, has the history. It has the history of the person in in a way for pictures. Again, it's all very, um, I, I suppose you're cautiously optimistic with this, you know. Then there's the sugar daddy messages. And I've gotten these myself where girls get the messages from these older men and basically saying they want to pay an allowance for you to basically just send the odd picture and be their sugar baby. Uh, That's fucking hilarious. My husband actually told me one time I should go for it. Fuck it, we'll make some money. (laughs) Sorry, Conor Ryan, I am totally naming and shaming you here. But uh, again, oh. That now gives me the willies, lads. I ain't gonna lie. I'm open-minded, definitely, but I could not send an old dude a picture of myself, no matter single or not. There's no fucking way I could do that. That is just fucking on another level. But hey, look, I get it. Old dudes need to get some too, so you do you guys, and if there's a girl out there willing and consenting enough to do that and wants to make a few bob, fuck it, why not? Again, I'm not here to judge. I'm just here as a platform about this particular topic. Um, What else? So another girl wrote in, um, she's having an online sexual relationship on Snapchat with a guy she's never met, but hopes to. They are both in Ireland, but they live far away from each other. I don't know where, why, or what. They get very graphic with each other. They send each other videos um, of being intimate with themselves and she definitely is starting to get feelings now that's where lines get blurred guys like again if you're single and all that grand and if it's a bit of crack fair enough well, if one person starts developing feelings you know and the other person is you've got to be very clear um, from the outset what your, your goals are within this. Like, you know, if it's just going to be a bit of fun and a bit of flirting and, I suppose, an online sexual consensual relationship. But if feelings then are to get involved, I, that's definitely, I think, where lines get blurred and that's where people could get hurt. But it's kind of mad trying to picture yourself getting hurt by someone you've never met in person. Like I'm trying to envision that, that like you have a relationship with a um your your phone, basically, and a person in your phone that you've never physically met, physically touched, physically felt, and getting feelings for them. That that does seem strange. But look, again, teach their own maybe if it was more that they, like she says here that she's having an online sexual relationship, so obviously they haven't started having, or I'm presuming, to get to know each other, you know, and see are they vibing and are they compatible or, you know, are they looking for something with each other or what, I I don't know, but look, that takes a lot of balls, but I would just worry and well, it could be the guy too uh, you know if the guy started to get a, getting feelings and the girl is literally like no listen dude I just want you for your your um, bit of fun so I don't know I think that's a, a messy one Um, an amount of women saying they get messaged by married men too and I'll be honest I've had this one myself Um, recently I had a guy at me and uh, the usual I was like hi do I know you no just a random ad my name is so and so Um, you single and I wrote back no I'm married me too and I have a son and I wrote back very good I have a bonus son oh, I didn't say bonus son I said I have a son too and oh cool Um, sends me a picture of himself then in what looks like his office And he's just sitting at his desk. And look, side note, he wasn't attractive at all. Well, to me, he wasn't anyway. And wrote back, your turn. And I was like, dude, no, we're not playing this game. So I just respectfully bowed out of that one and just deleted. But again, I was then trying to picture... My husband, if he was like sitting in his office or wherever, sitting in his workplace, sending a fucking picture of himself to a girl, like, how would I feel about that? Again, is it boredom? Is it attention? Yeah, yeah. It's just, a, it's a very curious one to me, that one. But um, yeah, an amount of girls said they get messaged by married married men all the time. And like I just can't understand the rhythm to how they don't have guilt about it, you know, and clearly just see me or well, I'll say me in this instance, as a side piece or some sort of sexual fantasy. And I can guarantee you that the wives are so trusting of this these guys you know, because they're straight in wanting fucking pictures, like are you serious, dude? Pornhub is free, it is fucking free get your kicks off there so I, I don't know I that one again is another one that baffles me so I do wonder, can you actually form a relationship on social media having looked into all of this um I think you can I myself would be very sceptical because again i feel they're only going to show you their good side most of the time but i i like to believe in humanity and i like to think that there is genuine people out there who are looking for genuine connections and i do believe look i'm a sucker for um what will i say Uh, I'm a sucker for not love as such, but I'm a sucker for a good story. And I like the idea of a little bit of romance and that there's still a bit of romance out there, guys. But if you are doing boys and girls, if you're doing the whole social media route for dating, don't get fucking sloppy. Don't get lazy. You still got to put the effort in. And this is why this is the issue I do have with dick pics and things like that. You're taking all the fun, all the mystery out of it, straight out the gap. I mean, when you start dating someone, like, well, (laughs) you're not going to write them within a minute of meeting them. (laughs) That's probably the easiest, nicest way of me saying that. But like, if they're showing you their penis within a minute of writing to you, there's the mystery gone straight away, lads. Do you know? Or she's showing you her tits straight away. There's the mystery gone. So, you know, call me old fashioned. But I think, you know, you should have to work a little bit for for a bit of um, a peep. <laughs> like, I know that social lives have changed so much. Like, I'm 39. Social lives. That's my first time fucking saying that because I turned 39 last week. Shit. That sounds weird. I don't like odd numbers. So I really don't like 39 and it's last year my 30s, so fuck. Yeah, but like when I was younger and single, nightlife was massive. You had know, your choice of pubs, choice of clubs, choice of place to go. Like in small towns, nightlives are gone to shit. They're gone dead. So I can see why people are spending more and more time on their phones and on social media and getting connections there and Who knows if Conor Ryan left me in the morning and I was put back on the shelf, would I consider going down the route of social media or online dating? I don't know. As I said, myself personally, I think I would trust something like Instagram more than I would something like Snapchat because I just feel that's a little bit secretive. I don't know. It's like you're a dirty little secret on Snapchat. Now, Again I could be wrong like I mean the people that but actually the people that have wrote to me that have like met up for dates or met up for um or started going out that was all from Instagram DMs I didn't get any message that from anyone that has met someone that they were writing to on Snapchat so That is an interesting one. So if you have, do let me know. Do DM me on the Insta page after this. Because I would be intrigued to know of as a relationship ever came out of Snapchat. And um, like even my son was telling me about like scores on it. That you're, there's, I didn't even know this. There's scores on Snapchat. And that shows obviously how active you are on Snapchat. And that shit is (laughs) Crazy. My score is very low. Yeah, I'm not popular. But um, yeah, so that is really one one I wanted to talk about out loud because I do think it's an interesting one, and I do think that guys in general lay off the random dick pics just a bit. Because I just don't buy into a girl seeing that and going, Oh my god guy is the man of my dreams now if you're not looking for the woman of your dreams and you just like sending pics of your dick fair enough but i'm sure someday you're going to get bitten and when i say bitten i mean that's going to be screenshot and your bare ass or your bare willy is going to be plastered all over social media so you got to be ready for that um yeah that's another thing actually as well Like, faces are kept in these pictures. Like, they're faces. Like, if you screenshot that, you've the face. You've everything. At least, like, would common sense not say leave your head out of the game? Because then, at least, if your head isn't in the picture, unless you've, I don't know, something very much that you can be identified with, like, a don't know, a tattoo or something (laughs) or other, wouldn't you just feel like you're fucking... I'm um, very exposed. Ah, uh, look, it is funny. It is. And like I said, this was going to be just a lighthearted chat about it. It was going to be lighthearted because I am so curious about it. Sunday mornings seem to be the ones that I always wake up. Last Sunday morning, I woke up to 10 ads. 10. I did not know one of them. And by the way, I never get girls adding me. So, hello? What's wrong with me? Just wondering, because if you are bisexual or gay, um, why aren't you at me? Like, brunettes are cool too, you know, guys. Not all blondes are fun. So, now, I'm not actually asking to get tit pics. Let's just be clear. But I am curious, because girls are telling me they get the tit pics as much as they get the dick pics. I've never gotten a tit pick. So it's a little disappointing, really, to be honest. So yeah, so it's a solo episode. So you were stuck with me on my own talking absolute shite about Snapchat and my curiosity on the new pandemic or the (laughs) the new craze that is sending pictures to each other randomly. I just think it's fucking hilarious. And you know what? I feel like I'm like... My parents now. I'm getting old school. Whatever happened to just asking a girl out on a date. <laughs> Fuck I'm getting old. Yeah. So it is interesting. So I do give me your feedback on this one guys. Because I still would like to. Go into this again. Um, On another episode. Maybe in the future. Um, I'm like keeping hope alive. That. Yeah. There could be love found. A snapchat but there's no doubt lust can be found in fucking bucketfuls on snapchat so if you're horny and single snapchat is definitely the way to go guys <laughs> this is me giving advice now to horny singletons but anyway so yeah so that was this episode short and sweet like myself Um, again like I said next week is surgery week for me and Then I will have the next episode after that. And just one more left. So just two episodes left. I have left. Two episodes aside. That were the two episodes aside. For you guys to tell me. What you'd like discussed. And I have got. Two amazing topics. That I'm so excited. To share with you guys. Because they're going to be very relatable. And I think points of interest and I'm really looking forward to sharing them Um, both episodes will have a guest so this is the last solo clue of the first series which um, is I know so disappointed for you all I know you're going to miss me like crazy miss this lovely flat tip accent and lads you're just going to have to wait till the winter to hear me doing it on my own again So that's me for another week. As I said, when I come back, I will have another surgery down. Doing good. For a young one who was terrified of fucking needles a year ago, I am doing good. Twelve months down the line, here I am going into second surgery. Not really much of a shit given. Will probably be an anxious Annie on the day and the day after, but I think I'm more than allowed that um thanks for all the support guys for the podcast so far i genuinely mean it from the bottom of my heart i started this as just something for myself as a hobby and like i said i didn't give a fuck whether i had one listener or 100 listeners it was going to be just a hobby for me and your guys feedback has been fantastic and i've really felt the love so it means a lot i know I'm very frank, I curse like a trucker, but I have to be authentically me, otherwise this this wouldn't work, and I can't thank you guys enough, and as always, I'm going to sign off by saying, be you, be wonderfully weird, be kind, and have a great week, and I'll talk to you guys soon.